What's going on, everybody? This is Tim. And I'm MB. And welcome to Off the Record, a show where we have conversations with some of the world's most influential people in hopes to bring you plenty of game and more insight. Yes, sir. And today is a, uh, a very special day for Off the Record. Um, we are extremely blessed to have this person touch this show. Uh, this man has counseled world leaders, uh, gave guidance to some of the most influential people on earth. Uh, he's helped transform millions of lives. He is a prolific author, philanthropist, businessman, and a guiding light who is doing his part to truly help make the world a better place. Um, it is our honor to welcome none other than the great Tony Robbins. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, MB. Good to see you. Good to see you, Tim. Thank, Thank you, you Thank Tony. You. Appreciate you coming on. We know you're a very, very busy man, especially with the schedule coming up. January 21st, we have the uh, the New World, New You five-day challenge. Yep. Obviously, with how 2020 went, this is something that's extremely needed at this time. And just kind of obviously coming from you, we wanted to get a little bit more info on it. We see it everywhere. We wanted to get just a description from you and just kind of a little bit more of a, a, a detailed input on it. Well, it's really simple. Last, last summer, you know, everybody was shut down like they are again, unfortunately, in most yeah. parts of the country again. And I just felt like we need to help people where they live, where they are. So I decided to come up with a challenge and no charge for it at all. I decided to do, let's do five days in a row. Let's do an hour a day. Of course, I ended up doing two hours because that would add right. more value. Yeah. But uh, let's take every part of your life right now because right now people feel out of control, right? We're locked in our homes. We got, if we go to a restaurant, we got to give them our name. We got to be sitting six feet apart. And, you know, people start to get conditioned to forget that you're not just, you know, the manager of your circumstances. You're still the creator of your life. Exactly. And it's, you can talk that way verbally, but when you give people skills to start saying, yeah, I can't control the outside world. I can influence it. Yes. But I can control the inside world a hundred percent. Yes. And it's time to take back control of that. Cause otherwise you get conditioned to just accept things the way they are. So I thought, you know, let's just do this for free for everybody. It's given five days of training, two hours a day, hour and a half a day. And we call it new year, new you or new world, new you, because the world's changed and we right. all know it's changed. It's not going to go back in short order. This isn't forever. Yeah. You know, I always tell people like winter, you know, winter's not forever. When things are going good, people think it's going to go good forever and they're wrong. And if things are going bad, things are going to be bad forever. Winter is followed by spring. There'll be new opportunity. This winter's probably gonna last longer than any of us want. Yeah, yeah. There's right? still gonna be a lot of fear and even when it's over because of conditioning. But I want to do my part to help people make that shift. So we're gonna have last year I did this in July, and people wanted me to do it again. I said I'll do one in 2021, and they said please do it at the beginning of the <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, right. That's why we're doing it. And we had about uh, almost 400,000 people last time. Looks like we're gonna have closer to three quarters of a million people. We're gonna train in more than 100 countries, and then when you're part of it, there's no charge for it. You get to attend five days in a row, total immersion. That's from wonderful. your home. Yeah. But then also uh, you're part of a Facebook group, if you want to be, where you'll now have 100,000 people from around the world that are all also driven to improve their business, prove their career, figure out what to do with their body, their relationship, and yeah, so forth. Right. So it's really beautiful seeing people over the last six months continue to grow. Yeah. And, you know, when I get the impact of it, and of course, by serving people, yeah. some people may want to do more with me. And that, you know, that helps me in terms of my mission as well. That's wonderful. So, so for that two hours, are you really just kind of guiding them through? Um, their physical life and their spiritual life and their in their business life. You're just kind of coaching them through that. Yeah, each of the each of the main areas of your life, including relationship, right now, because yeah. most people are stuck exactly. with somebody right. they love, but they're forgetting they love them. Some yeah, of them. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're yeah, yeah. out of their face every moment, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna cover each of those areas, yeah. and then you're given an assignment each day, something to do. Yeah, okay. So you don't just learn something, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The goal is to make you take some form of uncomfortable action, yeah. so that each day you get stronger and stronger, exactly. not just in your head. 
nice. putting your momentum in your habits. That sounds amazing. So if people, if people want to do it, they can go to make2021myyear.com. Uh, Make2021myyear.com. There's no charge. Just sign up and we'll give you all the links. Make2021myyear.com. Okay. Yeah, we Beautiful. say bring your family, bring your coworkers, and we'll, we're here to serve anybody we can. Nice. Love it. So, Tony, so you're someone that world leaders um, and extremely influential people go to for counsel and guidance. Um, and I think that that is a very human thing to explore because it shows people that uh, it doesn't matter who you are, what level that you're on. Uh, we all need guidance at times. Um, what are yeah. the common internal problems that these leaders go through that call for your assistance? Well, you know, it's interesting. People call me at two extremes. Yeah. They call me when they're the best in the world at what they do. Yeah. You know, like Golden State Warriors brought me in. They weren't even having a problem at oh, the time. Did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I got to work with them for five years on this incredible run. And, you know, a guy like Steph Curry or, you know, teams like that. So I get people that are already the best that just want to be better. That's why they're yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. Because they know just a little shift and you can massively improve your performance. Definitely. But I also get the call when people are in trouble, mm -hmm. you know, when the athlete is burning down. You know, yeah. Serena Williams, and she's gone through the death of her sister at the time and couldn't get herself back on the court. And what do you do to turn them around? What do you do to turn around that businessman who's kind of lost the mojo? Yeah. And so what I do is I go in and help them figure out what is it? What's that missing set of ingredients that get them back on course quickly? Yeah. And I've been able to do it now for 40, this is my 44th year, believe it or not. I started when I was two, of course. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. For 44 years, yeah. I've had the privilege of working with some of the smartest, you know, most intelligent people in the world. And, I'm not dumb enough to think I only have the answers to them. I yeah. learn from them as well. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then I have more to teach others, you know? Yeah, yeah. Does, does, does it still humble you even when you get those calls from certain people? Does it humble you like, wow, they're, they're, they're coming to me, you know? Yeah, they want there's, my there's no question. It's, it's an unbelievable privilege, but I also feel more than that, even a sense of responsibility. I got to right. deliver for these people because they're in a tough situation. And if you can help them, they influence so many other people. But yeah, it's absolutely. fun because, you know, one day I'm dealing with somebody that's, you know, Vietnam vet that's suicidal and the next day you know I'm working with Conor McGregor to get him ready for his next yeah, fight yeah then, yeah yeah and then I'm you know I've worked with I was just talking to a friend a little bit ago and he said which presidents have you worked with I figured I've worked with eight U.S. presidents <laughs> yeah some foreign yeah. ones so every living president and and you know three of them that have passed so I've had a had a kind of a ticket to history yeah right, where I've yeah, had, yeah. You know, I'm sitting down with Nelson Mandela or I'm yeah. sitting down with you know Mother <laughs> Teresa I'm sitting yeah. down with you know uh the the you know, I had one meeting where I had to give you an idea, Reagan, this is how old yeah, I am. Yeah. I got a chance to work with Reagan. And a few days later, you know, I'm working with the head of the Soviet Union. I mean, it's yeah. just like, yeah. Oh, it's wow. Wild, yeah. wild life. You know? But when you produce yeah. results, people are willing to listen. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only calling card you got. Can you produce results consistently? And I've been able to do that for 44 years. So exactly. It builds a brand for you. Love exactly. It. Is that you just remaining a student of all these people as well? And, and, and of life, is that what keeps you able to kind of, you know, you know, give out all this great uh, information to people, just remaining a student of, of, of life. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I don't know if you remember coach John Wooden's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. UCLA. UCLA. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I won 10 out of 12 NCAA championships. And it's not like having Michael Jordan and, or LeBron and having the Lakers or having, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every year new players Cycles are coming through. In. So, yeah. So to win 88 games in a row, 10 out of 12 national championships, no one even won three before in a row. Yeah. To do that was unbelievable. And he used to have a great phrase. I interviewed him when I was 30 and I interviewed him literally three weeks before he died. Wow. And I learned so much from him. One of the things he always used to say is it's what you learn after you know everything that yes. really counts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Another one saying, you don't know shit, buddy. You better yeah. keep growing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so Tony, so uh, our target audience, um, they're, uh, you know, mainly people in their early 20s to their early 30s, uh, people who are working on their dreams. They have, you know, nine to fives and they have side hustles. Yeah. You know, they're trying to put the pieces together. There's things that they're trying to do. Some are trying to escape the rat race. Some have roommates. Some are, you know, trying to do this, that, and the third. Um, and, you know, all while still trying, trying to find time to work on themselves. Um, they have just enough faith to keep themselves going. Uh, obviously, we are in a very, very crazy time right now. If you were, you know, 27 or 31 years old uh, in that position today, what would you do to get to that next level? I would do, honestly, the same things I did. You know, you yeah. got every single day. I give you five things off the top of my head that I did when I was in the worst position, when I was, you know, 17 years old and my mm -hmm. I had four fathers. My mom chased my dad out. She was yeah. a pretty intense woman. Yeah. And then she chased me in a house with a knife. Now she wasn't going to wow. kill me, but I wasn't going back in that house. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, she kept my 1968 Volkswagen. I earned it 40 bucks a week as a janitor. I slept on the mountaintop and the next day it rained. So I slept in a guy's laundry room. Wow. And then I started rebuilding. And the way I built, <laughs> and I've done this multiple times in my life is number one, I started to feed my mind. Yeah, because if you don't feed yep. your mind, especially in an environment like COVID, exactly. you just turn on the news, you're going to exactly. think it's the end of the freaking world. But yep. It's not the end of the world. I mean, yeah. geez, it's ridiculous. Yeah. This is a disease. This is a, uh, you know, that 99.7% of the people survive. Exactly. But we're talking and acting like what we originally thought. We thought it was a 3% death rate. Yes. Right. We're still yes. using yes. that mentality. We're yes. shutting people down. We've never done this in human history. Yeah. So if you just, if you don't stand guard at the door of your mind, if you don't feed your mind, it's like great solutions don't interrupt you. you got to right. pursue them. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm old enough to remember prior to the web when I would go to the library, literally, yeah. and just read biographies because yeah. I needed to feed my mind because things are yeah. so depressing. Yeah. But I needed to see that some of the greatest leaders in history went through yeah. worse shit than I've been through. And it gave me perspective. Yeah. And so I, I believe, you know, my original teacher was this guy, Jim Rohn. And he used to say, Tony, if you want one habit, read 30 minutes a day. Miss yeah. a meal, mm. don't miss reading. And he didn't mean read the shit that comes in your pocket. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, pick up a book with a strategy or tools or philosophy. Yeah. And so and then I started listening to audios because I was so busy and I started feeding my mind. So every day you got to feed your mind, but also every day you got to feed and strengthen your body because yes. they work together. Yes. It's like, what do we need right now? We need courage. Courage. Like people are so afraid of risk today. This yeah. four-letter word risk. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't be a country if we functioned yeah. the way we do today. Yes. Afraid to breathe near somebody. Yes. Yeah. Wear yes. a mask that yes. screens out four microns and the virus is one micron. It's yeah. nothing but it's open screen door. So why are we walking around living in fear? Because we're letting people condition us mm -hmm. rather than saying, what am I going to do to strengthen my own immunity? Or what am I going to do to educate myself? Mm -hmm. So you got to feed your mind, but you got to feed your body. You got to exactly. make demands on your body. So like I have a simple habit. I work out like a banshee, but I also start every single day in the same way. If I'm any of my homes, I'm fortunate I have most of my homes because I travel and so mm -hmm. forth, at least I used to. Yeah. <laughs> I start my day by jumping in 56 degree water. I have these yeah, cold wow. plants. Yeah. And I don't do it because I like it. There's never a day I thought to myself, I can't wait to jump in the water. Exactly. I do it because two things. One, it physically radically yeah. changes your state because the blood yeah. goes to every inch of your body. Yes. Yeah. Explodes. Does not, not feel good. Feels good when you get out. But the other is it's a mental discipline yep. to both train my body and my mind. So it's like I never negotiate with myself. I don't go up and go, okay, in a minute, yeah. or let me wait till I'm warm. Yeah. I go, we when I say go, we go. So yeah. there's no yeah. most people negotiate in their head. So I've trained my mind and my body. Do what the F I say now. Yep. Whether I feel like it or not. I hear so many people say, Well, you know, I just don't feel ready. Or 
screw you. You're never going to be ready. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Here's if you're ready. You do it and you yeah, do it and you yeah, do it. And yeah. then all of a sudden you'll feel ready. Yes. Right. Yes. So most people are waiting for that. So you got to train your body every day. You got to train your mind. You got to feed it. And the third thing you got to do is you got to find yourself some role models. And don't look for somebody perfect because there is no perfect. Plus, it'll be your attitude, your mindset that'll right, pick people right, apart. Right, yep. Just find somebody that is doing what you want to do successfully for a decade or two. Not somebody who got lucky for six months or a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody's lost 50 pounds and kept it off for a decade. They're doing something different than you. Right? If somebody's got a great relationship with someone and they're in love with them and they're passionate and they're sensual 20 years later, they aren't lucky. They're yeah, doing something yeah. different than you are. Yep. So, my, my teacher, Jim Rohn, used to say, success leaves clues. Yeah. If someone is really successful over and over again, they're not lucky. They're doing something. So you got to figure out who's a great role model. And then the fourth thing you got to do is you got to stop waiting for perfection or until you have a perfect plan. You got to take action and you got to iterate. You got to pivot. You got to keep, it's not working. Let me try yeah. something else. Yeah, right. yeah. If, if on top of all that, you can put a little bit of focus in helping somebody better off than you are, It'll, it'll balance your brain. Like mm -hmm. I feed a hundred million people every year in the United States uh, through my partnership in Feeding America. I put up 50 million meals, I get them to match. Amazing. I've now got 700 million meals. Yeah. Doing that puts you in a completely different state than yeah. just focusing yeah. on yourself. Mm -hmm. And it, it inspires you. It inspires you more than anything's gonna do for yourself. I always tell people, people do more for people they love or people they care for than they will for themselves. That's the part of the beauty of being human. Like right. most people do more for their kid than they'll do for themselves. Yeah. yeah. But you got to get out of your head. Yeah. You got to get out of the me, me, me stuff that unfortunately social media without meaning to mm. conditions you to be all about you. Mm. You know, you're, you're projecting yourself in some way. You're making yourself look better than you. You're putting yeah. filters yeah. on, you know, right. saying right. things that aren't true. Right. Yeah. yeah. Does it makes people forget what reality is exactly. and it makes yep. people really unhappy? Exactly. So exactly. you got to serve something more than yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. You're conditioned these days to go look for the drama, the negative, because it's so it's it's at your fingertips, Tony. It's right there everywhere you look. It's on the radio. It's on your phone. It's everywhere. It's because the news. The news people are good people. Don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. But their job is to get ratings and of they course. know it's no longer an information society that died a long time ago. Right. There's too much information. We're yeah. drowning in information. We're yeah. starving for some wisdom. So their job is to upset you. Their job is to jolt you. It's not to yeah. educate you, yeah. to get you to click on that. Yeah. So what do they do? They do something that aligns with your current beliefs and yep. then they aggravate you. Yep. So you spend more time online. I'm sure you've both seen the social dilemma, haven't you? Of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, on Netflix. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been we've been watching the. I That's mean, where we are today. Yeah, it, it's incredible to see where we're at, and I wanted to talk uh, just a little bit on that point of of the people our age, the twenties and thirties. This kind of demo that's really hitting right now, and for the they're trying to get information. They're going to books. They're going to Tony Robbins interviews on YouTube and podcast yep. stuff like that. You just touched on it right now. Those five things, but what are some small habits? Like you said, the wake up and just from the moment you wake up to train yourself to make these small habits throughout the day to better your life. I mean, those little ones to, like you said, to jump in the pool or whatever, you know, you're doing, what are some other things that everyday people can do from the moment that they wake up to change their state of mind and not go straight yeah. to social media, not go straight to online or turn on the news of something negative? Well, I think I want to answer that question, but I think there's something that needs to be answered first, if I may. Yes. I'll, show, I'll give you several things you can do. I'll give you one or two you can do right yeah. away, and I'll even give you a link to a video for free that'll show you how to do it. Because there's something I do every morning to start my day besides jump in the water. I'll share mm -hmm. that with you. But I think yeah. you first have to understand what you can control. Mm -hmm. The most important thing you can control 
is your decisions. Yep. It's like everybody's got shitty conditions. We've all been taken to our knees, you know, by COVID to some extent, right? Yep. Or by or by political division or by racial issues. I mean, we've all gone through this and we're continuing to go through it. But so you tend to forget you're in control. You're in control of your decisions. And there's three decisions everybody's making. I, I just want to submit these to you and to your audience to consider. The most important decisions, most of us don't make consciously. Yeah. That's why we keep making the same <clears throat> mistakes and producing the same emotions. Yeah. If you wake up and make these three decisions consciously, you can literally change your life with no hyperbole, no bullshit, no positive thinking, just the truth. Right. right? So the first one that you've got to make consciously that most people don't is what are you going to focus on? Yeah. There are millions of things you can focus on. You can focus on what they're showing you on the news. If you focus on enough, you want to cut your own throat, right? Yeah. <laughs> drug abuse is going crazy. Suicide's gone through the roof. That's San Francisco, awesome. just in San Francisco, three times more people have died of drug overdoses in the last nine months of COVID than have died of COVID, but no one's talking about it, right? Crazy. Yeah. So it's like you have to take control of your focus. Yeah. And whatever you focus on, you feel even if it's not true. Yeah. So for example, if you're supposed to meet your husband, your wife, boyfriend, or girlfriend for dinner at seven, you show up at seven, they're not there. What do you feel? Some people go, I'm pissed. It's yeah. Only seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what if it's seven 30, you've been waiting there 30 minutes. They've not called. They've not shown up. Then people, I say, what are you experiencing? Some people go, I'm pissed off. Some people say they're worried. Yeah. Same event. Yeah. One's pissed off. One's worried. Why? Cause they're focusing differently and they're making the second decision, what it means differently. Yeah. So, if you're worried, if you're pissed, you think, oh, they don't give a damn. They're screwing yeah. around with somebody else. And if you yeah. imagine that, you're going to be pissed or hurt. Exactly. But if you're worried, you think, oh, they're in a car accident. Yeah. What if they show up an hour later and neither of those things happen? Well, yeah. if you're pissed, you're going to treat them in a way that makes them not want to come back. Right, yeah. right. If you're worried, you're going to treat them good. So controlling your focus is critical. So let me give you three quickies. Okay. For your audience to test them, <clears throat> both of you too. Okay. We all have habits of focus. Yeah. So you're talking about habits that shape us. The first habit that shapes you is what you focus on. Do you tend to focus on what you have or what's missing? Mm. What would you guys think? What's missing no for sure, missing, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, missing? yeah, yeah. Definitely what's missing for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and of course you would because you both, you guys are achievers, right? I mean, yeah. it's obvious. You wouldn't have your own show. You wouldn't be going like this. You wouldn't have reached out to me. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the people come to my conferences, you know, we got 10, 15, 20,000 people. I ask the same question. 90% of them say they focus on what's missing. Yeah. Now, think about that for a second. If you're always focused on what's missing, how can you ever sustain happiness? You can get happy, but right, how are you going to sustain right, it? Yeah. You can't. So yeah. most achievers have a lot of success, but they're unhappy. And yeah. it's never enough. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with seeing what's what's missing and then doing something. But it becomes a habit. Yeah. And it becomes your habit. You can't build on failure. Yeah. And it drops your energy. When your energy drops, everything's a bitch. Everything's hard. Everything's, everything's off. Happen. Exactly. Here, here's another one. Which do you tend to focus on? What you can control or what you can't control? What you can't control. Can't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What you In the can't middle control. of COVID, yeah. most people say what I can't control. Now, my seminars, most people would say what I can control. That's why they went there. They want to get yeah. tools to control mm -hmm. their business or their finance or their body or their yeah. relationship or their money. But what I want you to get is in the middle of COVID, most people are focusing on what they can't control. Yeah. And there's plenty we can't control. Yeah. So what, what are you going to feel? Just think of it this way. Just think of it like software, guys. Yeah. It's not you. Yeah. If your software is always looking for what's missing, what's wrong, and it's always looking for what you can't control, how are you going to feel? Mm -hmm. Not so Pissed, good. Pissed, frustrated, sad, depressed. Yeah. Now, by the way, I'll give you a third one. Do you focus more on the past, the present, or the future? We all do all three. Mm -hmm. But where do you spend more time mentally? The past? I would say the future. The present or the future? I would say the future. Which one? Man. I would say the future for me personally. Right, the right, right now, present after the birth of my daughter. 
There we go. So, yeah. so here's what's cool. If you focus on the past, you can't control it. Yeah. So imagine you're constantly focused on what's missing. You're constantly focused on what you can't control on the past you can't change. Well, that person is going to be angry, sad, or depressed. In fact, I ask people all the time, how, I'll ask a big room, 10,000 people, how many people know somebody who takes antidepressants and they're still depressed and 90% of them Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Why? Because all drugs do is numb you. Yes. But you still, if you still keep focusing on what's yeah. missing and what you can't control, you're going to be crazy. You're going to exactly. be sad. You're going to be depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys tend to focus more on now, which will make you feel more connected, mm -hmm. or the future, which helps you to anticipate. Yeah. Right. Learning to do both now and the future was what makes somebody successful if yeah. you focus on what they have so they build on that yeah. and if they focus on what they can't control. So those three decisions of focus alone. Mm -hmm. We change that habit, it'll change your entire life. Yeah. Second decision you make, what does this mean? Is this mm -hmm. the end or the beginning? Mm -hmm. Is COVID destroying us or is it causing us to reorganize and find a way to be to be? Is exactly. God punishing you yeah. or is this a gift from God, this yes, problem? Right. Yeah. Or is it not God at all? You're just a lazy bastard so you think God's making <laughs> right, a problem, right? Right, right? There's right. an excuse so, there, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the meaning, the meaning you give something creates your emotion. If you think someone is dissing you yeah. versus challenging you versus coaching you versus they're loving on you, yeah. you're going to have a completely different emotional reaction, which controls the third decision. What am I going to do? Yeah. If you're pissed, you're going to do something very different than if you're depressed, exactly. than if you're feeling overwhelmed, yeah. than if you're feeling empowered. Right? Yeah. So these three decisions shape us. So what shapes your decisions though now is what I want to mention to you. It's yeah. your state. Your yeah. mental, emotional state. Yep. So when your energy is low, your mind thinks of all the problems. Everything's impossible when you're exhausted and you're tired emotionally and physically. But when your energy is high, it's like, move the hell out of the way. I'm rocking this thing. I'm yeah, ripping this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what your number one goal each day has got to build your physical and your mental energy. Yeah. So what I do, first, I jump in the water because that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Second... I do 10 minutes of what I call priming. This is the primary habit I teach people. And I make it only 10 minutes. It's not meditation, because do your best to sit for 10 or 20 minutes and not have a thought. Good luck. Yeah. Right? yeah. Nothing wrong with meditation, yeah. but this is more active than that. What I do is okay. I do a three-step process. And your people, you know, we're, we're doing this, you know, five-day challenge coming up here on January 21st to the 25th, yep. 2 p.m. Eastern. But we have people from 100 countries already signed up. We're gonna have three quarters of a million, million people participate. But we'll teach a bunch of these. But I also have a website I'll give you where people can just download this. I just want to help people. Yeah. So I do this every morning. I do this process to change my emotional state. It's a breathing pattern that I teach. And then you do three things for three minutes each. One, you think of three things you're grateful for. And I know this sounds corny as shit. No, it's not, how at it all. Works. no not at all. The research shows in your brain that you can rewire your brain. Most people have got like a highway to stress yeah. and a dirt road to happiness. Easy to get stressed, wow. takes hard to get to the happiness part. You rewire yourself because the two emotions that mess you up are anger and fear. Mm. And there's a lot of both of those. Mm -hmm. When people are angry, they do stupid shit to each other and to other people. And when they're fearful, they do dumb things. But you can't be grateful and angry simultaneously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. be fearful. <clears throat> grateful simultaneously. So gratitude, if you think of three things one at a time for a minute that you're grateful for, and you don't think of it like over there, like remembering a time you're on a roller coaster, yeah, you right. imagine you're going over the edge in the front seat, like you're there mm -hmm. and you feel that gratitude in your body for three minutes. That's all it takes. It wires your nervous system 
to find what's right, to feel what's good, to eliminate the fears. And if you do it every day for 10 minutes where the first three minutes is that, you start to train your brain. When you wake up, you figure out what's right. Because what's wrong is always available. Yeah. Right. So is what's yeah. right. Yeah. And whatever you focus on, that's going to be your experience of life. Yeah. Then you do three minutes where I explain how you do this healing for your body. And then you do three minutes on what I call three to thrive, where you think of three goals you have and you don't pray. Hopefully they'll show up. You don't wonder. You see, feel, and experience it mm. as if it's done in yep. your body. And there's something that happens in your subconscious mind. When it believes it's done, your brain finds a way to get there. So yep. it's 10 minutes. I do it every morning and it primes my brain to find what's right. I don't hope that, you know, I'm going to, my brain's going to feel good. I wake up sometimes. I mean, this year has been very different. Obviously, right. yeah. you know, 2019, I spent, I went to 118 cities and 16 countries, some of them three times. So with that kind of schedule, there are days waking up and I'm like, everything in me hurts, Fried, I yeah. but I prime and I'm ready to go. Yeah. Tony, That's powerful. One of the other things, just like those that you said, what that MB and I live by is we love what you said about discipline, your disappointment. That's always been something yes. that we've taken to heart. And it means so many different things to us, too. But what is if you can expand on that for our audience, what does that mean to you to discipline your disappointment? Well, think about it. There's certain emotions that serve you. Every emotion can serve you. Being angry can serve you if you use right. the anger to do something good, right? But most people indulge in emotions. And one of the ones that keeps people from where they are is disappointment. They think yeah. that people have succeeded haven't been disappointed. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I always tell people like, you you either let disappointment destroy you or drive yeah. you, yeah. right? And and what I do is I discipline my disappointment, which is it's gonna come up. I have, I'm human, I have those emotions. Yeah. And I go, F no, get the hell out of here. Yep. Because if I let myself <laughs> indulge, indulge in that emotion, I'm gonna lose momentum to create solutions. Yeah, so right. I'm a guy that says, look, spend 10% of your time, maybe 5% on the problem and 95% on the solution. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna find a very different life. But to do that, you gotta learn to snap out of those states. Mm -hmm. And one way I teach people to do that is the use of the body. Yeah, Because your body affects the way your mind functions. Yeah. So I've been teaching all these different ways to change your body, change your biochemistry, change your life change your state. for 40 years. Harvard about four years ago did a study and they called it power postures. It wasn't what I teach all the movements. It was just yeah. the actual posture alone. Yeah. And here's what they found. You can have anybody stand for two minutes with their hands on their hips and their shoulders back like, you know, Superman, Batman, yeah. Wonder Woman, whatever. Two minutes. Yeah. And your biochemistry changes. Whether you're a man or woman doesn't matter. You get a 25% flush of testosterone directly in your bloodstream, which as you as gentlemen know, makes you feel like doing something. That yep. works. You also works. see a reduction in cortisol, which is yeah. the stress hormone by more than 30%. Yeah. And within two minutes, you're 33% more likely to take on a difficult yeah, task right. yeah. or a risky task yeah. in just two minutes of standing that way. Well, yeah. I teach people a variety of ways to move, use your voice, yeah. so that you train your nervous system to be at its peak. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, that's so true. Just because even like when I'm feeling down sometimes, you'll subconsciously be walking with like your shoulders down and then you have to That's remind right. yourself, you know, like, hold up, let me, you know, walk with confidence and, and broaden your shoulders. Mm -hmm. You automatically feel like so much better, um, which is great. So if you, um, think, yeah. if you guys think of somebody who's depressed, for example, just think of somebody you've ever seen who's depressed. Yeah. Where's their head? Up or yeah, down? Down, down, down every down. time. Where's, the, where's their shoulders back or down? Slouched. Slouched. Yeah. Yeah. Breathing yeah. full or shallow? Oh, shallow, just. Yeah. Talking loud or quiet? Quiet. Quiet. 
Now, how do you know this? Because we all practice this shit at some point. Yep, right? Exactly. We've all been exactly. through it. But if all you do is change their shoulders, change their breath. Like if I was talking to you guys and I said, this is really an important session. <laughs> yeah. Over the next yeah, 72 yeah, yeah. hours of this, yeah. 72 yeah, yeah, hours yeah. of this interview. Right? Yeah, You'd yeah. be like, get rid of this guy. Even right? if you're but, giving great news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. The way we use our voice, the way we move, the way we breathe literally trains our biochemistry yeah so most people try to think themselves into a good state exactly. which almost never works yeah if you radically change your body you'll go into that state yeah, yeah it's a combination of both i feel like because people get lost in this like i need a wish for this thing mm -hmm. and then they don't you know take action and, and do anything about it so which is which is very very important i i, I wanted to ask you this during these times right now you add covid you add all of all the racial injustice all these things that have gone on and in 2020 of how crazy it's been just hearing from you, what is a shining light that you see coming out of this in the near future? What is something that you can say, look, I, I think this is something we can look forward to and a positive that's coming out of this time? I, I think you're at first, we're still in it. So for the yeah. people still in it, their job and what I do with people is get them to find where's the blessing. Cause as yeah. corny as it sounds, there's a blessing in everything. If it you is. look for it, right? it really is. Like yeah. I said, what's wrong is always available. So what's right. So you got to find what's right or you go crazy. Yep. So if some people that's been quality time with their family, they've never done for other people. They're learning a new way to work that actually gives them better quality of life for other people. It's jarring them to have yeah. to look at life completely differently. Right. But I yeah. think the good that's going to come out of this is, I think people have taken for granted a lot of their freedoms. Yeah. Right. Yeah, when people yeah. are telling you, you can't leave your house. You yes, can't go to a it. restaurant. Yes. Your kids can't go to school. Yeah. I think you're seeing a large number of people that took those freedoms for granted that are starting to say, this is bullshit. Yeah. Right? Look, like I just said, San Francisco in the last nine months has had three times, they've been in three times more deaths from overdose than from COVID. Yeah. Right, right yeah, now, yeah. go to the John Hopkins website and use the Wayback Machine. Yeah. And if you use the Wayback Machine, you can still search. They put, yeah. published it one day, took it down the next. Study done by John Hopkins using yeah. CDC's own information. Yeah. The same number of people have died in 2020 as 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, and 2015. Wow. 2.8 million people within 10,000. Yeah, Here's yeah. It's crazy. The same number of elderly people have died last year as wow. in a previous year. Yeah, that's crazy. But wow. here's what's different. Yeah. Here's what's different. Magically, heart disease and cancer and yeah. diabetes and all these other diseases have, have gone down in direct proportion that COVID has gone up. Wow. Yeah. If you look around right now, where's all the pneumonia we're supposed to have? Where's yeah. all the influenza? Uh, where's the flu? I see what you're saying. Where's yeah. that where's spike? Yeah. 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 So people are starting to look around and go, you know, the founder of the PCR test has come out and said, I would never use this for diagnostics. It's too inaccurate. We don't even, it doesn't even measure the virus. It measures yeah. a part of the code yeah. and has to multiply it 40 times. So yeah. if you have the flu, if you've had a shot before, right? nobody talks about yeah. false positives. They don't tell you what the false positives are. Yeah. But I'll give you an example. In England, one out of a thousand people, they estimate have COVID. One out of a thousand. If the test, this is the doctor explaining to me, if the test is only 1% inaccurate, one of a thousand is 0 0.001, right? Yeah. yeah. It's 1.0. That means 10 people are going to be told that they have the disease, even without any symptoms, for the one that actually has it. Yeah. yeah. And then we're doing all these crazy approaches that yeah. we've done. So yeah. I think the good in this is people are starting to question. Yeah. And when people start getting knocked off social media yeah. and banned because they have a different point of view, I think yeah. it's stirring up people up to say it is something's wrong here and i'm not going to just listen i'm going to yeah. think for myself yeah. i'm going to test things and i think in the long run that'll be better for society yeah
So Tony, so uh, before we get into these last closing questions, um, please tell us what should we look forward to from Tony Robbins? Oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I've, you know, I, I adapted. I found myself frustrated as hell as you can yeah, imagine. Like yeah, most yeah, people, yeah. cause this is, it's, you know, I have 74 companies, so I got plenty to deal with, but <laughs> this is my mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look around and it's like, okay, what am I going to do? And I yeah, first yeah. thought, well, we'll do it, you know, other venues, we'll do it in theaters, we'll do it in churches, we'll do it, but, you know, yeah, they shut everything yep, down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I swore I'd never do this in people's homes because, you yeah. know, I'm used to 10, 20,000 people, yep. incredible sound, yeah. group dynamic of a stadium. Yeah. But I figured, I built a Zoom stadium, literally yeah. 50 foot high walls, 50 feet wide, 180 degrees. I can see 3,000 people at a time. I brought all this technology and bring somebody up, interact with them. And so now I'm doing events around the world from people's homes. And we're doing like, we had an event for 30,000 people. And normally yeah. I'd have an event for like 10 or 20. Yeah. Right. So I'm doing that. I'm also doing a new book. Ironically, before COVID started, you know, I wrote these books on finance. Money Master the Game is yep. the most successful yep. financial book of this century. It's only 20 years, but yeah, this yeah. century. Yeah. And so, but I did it by interviewing the best on earth and figuring out what they do. Yeah. I saw you had Unshakable, same thing. It was yep. a shorter book. Yep. Well, now I'm doing this book on life force, which is the best in regenerative medicine. Mm. There are things happening right now in medicine, ironically, that you would think would happen 30 years in the future, yeah. like magic. Yeah, yeah, For example, yeah. there's a company that has figured out how to stimulate your own stem cells. And with one injection, it's already on phase two trials. It's heading to phase three now. By the end of the year, it should be coming forward. One single shot, if you have osteoarthritis, which for somebody over 40 or 50, oh, yeah. most have some version of, it literally regrows by your own stem cells, all of your own connective tissue. Wow. So you literally don't have arthritis and you have a newness in it. That exists Crazy. right now, yeah. Yeah. going to the third side. Yeah. They're, you know, one of the most, most difficult cancers on earth, you know, that people deal with, you know, is, um, uh, well, you know, leukemia or, you know, if you get uh, cancer in the, in the pancreas, right? Yeah, pancreatic. And most people are going to die from those things. Uh, you know, I've met this woman that came in. She would look like, literally look like somebody from Auschwitz. And three months later, after this treatment that's non-toxic, it's just a pill each day, the woman gained all her weight back. She's out dating, looking completely different. Doctors yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there are things coming right now that have never happened in human history that are only occurring now because of some of these cell therapies. So I'm, I wrote an entire book with two docs and I'm finishing it this month and it'll come out in the fall. That'll be another thing that will be coming out that I think it'll not just increase your energy or your life, but it can save your life or save the life of somebody you care about by Definitely. seeing that there's some non-toxic treatments that have produced extraordinary results. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Tony, side question. Um, you know, you do a lot um, you know, you look great for your age. What, you know, just out of curiosity, what's your workout regimen? Like, do you work, like, is it a five day, six day a week type of thing? Yeah, I do five. Some, some weeks I do more, but five days is my minimum. Five, okay. I have a trainer yeah. that's extraordinary that I nice. work with. who's worked with some of the greatest athletes in the world, but my, I like to break it up. I, I yeah. use a lot of, I'm a biohacker. So, okay. you know, I'm in my home here in Palm beach. I have my own hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Oh, okay. for right. gotcha. glass. I have, I have, cryotherapy. I've got everything you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I use like, for example, a Vasper device, which is like a ridiculously expensive device, Yeah. but it contracts all your muscles at once while you're working out. And it also freezes you simultaneously. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. all the blood when you're working out normally goes to the surface. Well, it keeps nice. the blood in the muscles mm -hmm. and, you know, Navy SEALs that have done this, who are, you know, studs to start with, see an increase in their testosterone on yeah, average within right. nine weeks, when it twice a week of 20%. Wow. So it's it's a biochemical workout as well as a physical workout. So nice. I'm pretty driven in that area because 
I, I get on stage four days and five yeah. days in a row, seven yeah. days in a row, and I'm you gotta have, have that these guy guys monitor. Yeah. yeah, I've had these guys monitor me, and I, I burn eleven thousand three hundred calories in a day. Good. I jump wow. a thousand times, yeah. which gives you an idea to explain to me every time you come down, it's four times your body weight. Yeah. So you know, I'm 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 up two hundred eighty-two pounds. So four times is a thousand pounds, a thousand jumps. It's a Crazy. million pounds of yeah. pressure. Right. So. I I have to do a ton of things to be able to do what I do, but yeah. it's made me stronger. Since yeah. investing in your body, have you just noticed such a such a personal difference too? I mean, that investment I, into your body. I, I lift more than I did at 25. There I can go. run right. faster than I go. was doing at 30. Yep. And that's I'm awesome. 60. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So Sonny, so for these last five questions, um, you can just give like very short um answers. Uh if you feel they're sure. very, you know, uh introspective questions. Um, so, uh, so Tony, so when was the last time that you pushed yourself outside of your comfort zone? <laughs> pretty much daily. daily last, yeah, weekend, exactly. I just, yeah. last weekend, I just did a, a seminar that I've always done in person with entrepreneurs from hundred countries. Yeah. And I did the whole thing on, you know, video on zoom back and forth with interaction and keeping the energy 12, 14 hours a day to people in 110 different countries. On zoom. Like, you know, yeah. the people in Australia, we were starting at 10 in the morning. That was, I think, midnight for them. And we went 14 hours each day. So they Oof. went from 12 to, to 4, 4 p.m. the same day yeah, in their God. house, not leaving, yeah. out of their mind with energy. So the, <laughs> amount, of, the amount of effort it takes, I, I'd much rather do a live in-person yeah, event, quite frankly. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. It's way outside my comfort zone, yeah. but it's also so rewarding because you see the impact on people. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, so... Well, well, just a quick side question. So do you believe in getting like a decent, uh, you know, amount of sleep? Because, you know, your schedule is crazy. So I'm just curious, like, how do you sleep like, patterns? Yeah. Like, like how crazy. much sleep do you get? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> most of my life, it's been four to five hours. If I get mm. sick, that's, you know, after so many, you've got to have six hours eventually. Yeah, yeah, four yeah. Four or five hours. And my whole thing is I'll sleep when I die. I have this, I have this, I have this little whoop uh, strap now. And what I've learned is, you know, what's great about the whoop strap is, you know, there's a million devices to tell your heart rate variability and all that stuff. But this one measures your strain daily compared to your recovery. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be an invaluable tool and it's made me get a little more. So I try to average five hours and 15 minutes is pretty much what I do like clockwork. Mm -hmm. And once in a while I'll get six um, and a lot of times I'll get four, but I, everybody has to know their own body. I yeah. think sleep's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've made it more important yeah. because I see the difference in my recovery. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, my my brain is on fire. So like yeah. I have a weird time zone. I I get going around two in the morning yeah. and I'll fall asleep at five or six. And the unfortunate <laughs> part is a lot of times I gotta be up at eight thirty or nine. But yeah. <laughs> but I I I, I recommend sleep. I'm doing more of it, yeah. but I'm not a great practitioner of it, to be honest. I hear you. Go. I hear you. Yeah. Um so Tony, so um uh uh, what was the last small act of kindness that you did for someone? Well, we know today, you do a lot. Uh, we know that you feed a lot of families across the world. Tons of lives every so, day. So, every so, day. so that yeah. goes today, without saying, yeah. Well, every day, you know, my, my primary question in life is how can I help? I mean, that's mm -hmm. what makes mm -hmm. me feel alive. So, you know, a man came to me yesterday who's uh, a friend of mine, left me a message, and he's, you know, he's probably 48 years old and he got a divorce and he's got a 16 half year old daughter and she's hating him right now. Yeah. And you know, I can't just leave him a one liner. So, you know, yeah. I spent 45 minutes coaching him up that is uh, nice. today. Yeah. I got um, five emails from there. There's I, I, I work with a lot of vets and in our country, you probably know about 12 vets kill themselves every day. commit yeah. suicide. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it takes, you know, hours to do it. So I kept saying, there's gotta be a leveraged way to help more of these guys. And I found this doctor who has this injection he does that puts you in parasympathetic when you're 
when you're in hypervigilance, your, your adrenals are going, everything's going like crazy. These guys go into war and they're like this all the time. And now loud sound happens and, and they can't handle it. And they can't be around their children. They can't be around their wives. They want to kill themselves. Many have attempted it. So I had five this morning that I paid for this shot for a hundred vets. And, the, nice. and the, we had about 20 do it. But the most amazing stories I was reading this morning and one guy saying, listen, you know, it's like, you know, I tried to kill myself twice. I'm so grateful I, I was unsuccessful. Yeah. He said, because I, I got divorced. I haven't seen my kids. He said, the whole world was like either rage for me or numb. Yeah. He said, it was like everything in the world was great. And he goes, I got this shot. And it, literally it takes 20 minutes and yeah. entire, it like restarts your nervous system. Yeah. And he said, Tony, I can't believe it. I, I see colors. He said, I'm going to see my children for the first time. He yeah. goes, I feel like life has changed. So it's kind of a cool thing that you know, I know how to do this stuff, but I'm finding tools yeah. where people can really be healed. And my, I'm trying to lobby the government to do more studies on this because it's pretty extraordinary. I've been doing it for about 10 years and it works 92% of the time wow. to take somebody out of suicidal thoughts to a place where their nervous system's in calm. So I'm always looking for anything yeah. that can help. Yeah, that's amazing. Great. Great. Um, so, Tony, so what is one area of your life, uh, whether that be your family life, your work life, social life, health life, spiritual life, love life, whatever, uh, that you feel that you need to give some more attention to? Probably just time, you know, because uh, the biggest thing that I promised my wife this year, and I'm practicing it, um, <laughs> but not perfectly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. saying no. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because people, you know, uh, everybody wants something and I yeah, want to help. You know, it's yeah, my yeah. nature to want to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, there's only so many hours in a day. Exactly. And so sometimes that gets imbalanced. So yeah. my focus, it's a little easier this year in some ways in that <laughs> I'm not going many places. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. it all. Yeah. I built this incredible studio, so I'm doing it all from there. Yeah. But um, I think time is the biggest thing and putting that balance right. in time and that saying balance. no more often. And yeah. I'm in the midst of doing it. Am I doing right. it perfectly? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so what is one good habit that you want to gain and one bad habit that you would like to drop? Interesting. Well, I know the good habit. I don't, I don't, I don't have a bad habit off the top of my head. I'm sure yeah. I have one that I'm probably deluded about not yeah. <laughs> noticing right now. But, but the new habit is um, I have a unique voice and it's mm -hmm. not because I developed it. It's because I you know, speak 10, 12, 14 hours a yeah. day. And what happened is I got to the point where I couldn't speak and I went mm. to this top guy at Harvard and he was, he was saying to me, he's like, he had that thing down my throat and he goes, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he, while I'm there, he brings three other doctors in and they go, it's impossible. And yeah. afterwards they explained to me that your vocal cords are supposed to be the thickness of your lips. Uh, oh, and okay. because of demand and use, mine are the thickness of a piece of paper. Yeah, the doctor yeah, yeah. said, there's no way on earth you should be able to speak. Wow. He said, but I found something you have never seen in 38 years as a doctor. He said, Somehow he goes, the only way I can explain it is that you couldn't speak and you will the connection between your false voice box and your real voice box. He said, mm. I've never seen this. So my voice sounds this way because I don't have a regular voice. It's yeah. literally a merger of two different systems that wow. don't normally connect. Yeah. Wow. So I decided this year in order to have preservation of this voice for a longer period of time, I'm now taking singing lessons, which are really just okay. lessons trying to expand yeah. my voice. So my new habit is these things I do every morning with my voice, which is making it stronger. Love it. Tony Robbins' new musical album coming, coming out soon. soon. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so Tony, <laughs> yeah, cover yeah. your cover your effing ears. If I do that stuff. Right, right. We'll keep that in the pocket. Exactly. Yeah, love it. So, uh, so Tony, so uh, what is your overall purpose? Uh, you know what it is? It's have fun, make a difference, and really see the difference in life while you're here. Yeah. Um, my whole focus is, you know, live fully. 
to laugh, to love, to learn, to grow, and to give passionately and generously and graciously yeah. and leave a legacy of love. I mean, that's Thank what you. my life's really about. There you go. Been great. Yeah. And uh, please leave us with some final words, Tony. Well, my final words is don't settle. Don't, don't let the settle. environment make you believe that you're a mechanism of managing your circumstances. You're still a creator. You yes. can create life on yes. your terms. And it's yes. easy to say. I'm not saying it's easy to yeah, do, yeah, yeah. but it's easy. It's easy to do when you get momentum. So I hope everybody listening will find a way to get that initial momentum in your psychology and your emotion. Yeah. And, and listen, remember, especially since you have a lot of young people that are listening in twenties and thirties, you know, in my twenties, I had these gigantic goals and I was always disappointed in myself. It's like, yeah. My goals were always bigger than what I realized, but yeah. then it starts yeah. to change because you accumulate knowledge and skill yeah. and ability and contacts. Yeah. And so I always say to people, just remember this, you, you usually overestimate what you're going to do in a year yep. and you're underestimating what you can do in a decade. Yep. And yep. the decade will happen, man. You guys, yeah. you're yeah. young guys, yeah. 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 your fingers and it'll and be 10 gone. years. It does though. Yep. Yeah. Time, yeah. Though, right? yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But if you, but if every day, you figure a way to add more value. You know, it's like my original teacher, Jim Rohn, I remember <laughs> I asked him a question once. I said, I had four fathers. I said, we're always broke. The reason I feed 100 million people every year is because we had no money for food when I was 11 and somebody fed us. And so it's like, I said, I'm going to feed two families and then four and it just grew. Right. But what I what I really learned from Jim Rohn is like, how come we have no, my, my dad's all four of them were broke. How come we have no money for food? And, and Jim Rohn said to me, he said, Tony, we're all equal as souls. Mm but we're not equal in the marketplace. And <laughs> yeah. that's the illusion we have. Yeah. And he said, yeah, so yeah. your job is to figure out how to become more valuable to other people by doing yeah. things that add more value. He said, if you work at McDonald's, there's no disrespect to McDonald's, yeah. but you're gonna get minimum wage for a reason. Yeah. Cause anybody can do that job. It yeah, doesn't yeah. take special right. skills. Yeah. But if you like, you see, I, I told him, you know, I remember at the time I was young and I was like, well, how come these hedge fund guys make a billion dollars a year and teachers don't make shit. I was all angry about it. And he said, yeah. Tony, he goes, because they're affecting more people than that one teacher with 30 students, even though those 30 mm. students are precious. This person is getting people a 38% return that's feeding families, creating college degrees, doing all this stuff, mm. when everybody else is getting one. He's yeah. helping produce hundreds of billions of dollars of value so he makes yeah. one billion. Yeah. He said, your job every yeah. day of your life is keep becoming more valuable by getting more skill and ability that people value yeah. and over-deliver. And it. I wow. invite people to over-deliver and then I just invite you all. If you want, join me seven days from now. Starts on Thursday, mm -hmm. January the 21st yep. through the 25th, yep. 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 um, Pacific, but we have people from 100 countries, no charge. Just go to my uh, make2021myyear.com. 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 Tony Robbins, it's been a pleasure. We can't thank you enough for coming on. We know how valuable your time is and, and everything like that. We, we appreciate you on a human level, a professional level, business level. And, and like I said, we, we can't thank you enough for coming. Well, thanks for reaching out guys. No thank problem. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Tony, <clears throat> Tony, really quick. One second. And uh, yes. we'll, we'll get a drop from you. Give me uh give me one second here and I'll set it up one second. Thank you. Okay. You got it. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way, Tony. My pleasure, uh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Tim, you know what's funny is when you reach out to me, I don't even forget how you got my my text or whatever. Yeah. But I thought you were um my guy's name, the guy who's the CEO of Yeah, yeah. Of, it's been it's been it, yeah, it's it was crazy. We got we got to your stuff and, and like I said, I was telling you before, Jen and and Terry have been unbelievable. So they were all, they were all so okay, great. So, do, yeah, yeah. So the drop on the, so, off the record, or? off the record with Tim and MB, and then you're good. Okay. Yep. 
everybody, it's Tony Robbins. You're on Off the Record with Tim and MB. Enjoy. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Tony. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Thank you for everything. And Thanks, uh, guys. Take hey, care of yourselves. Very thank excited. You. Thank you, sir. Thank Appreciate you, sir. Thank it. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Do you want to hit the end button just in case? End button. Just hit the end button.